the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. People from New York to Maine are waking up to deep snow and high winds with more in the forecast. A powerful nor'easter is kicking up blizzard conditions expected to affect parts of 10 states, which now enter blizzard warnings. Praised as a hero who wanted to help the New York Police Department evolve, the slate officer Jason Rivera drew tributes and vows yesterday that the force will never give up at a funeral. Meanwhile, the wife of the slain officer, his widow, Dominique Luzuriaga, says that the uh, system continues to fail everybody. Lashing out at the Manhattan District Attorney, Alvin Bragg. We are not safe anymore. Not even the members of the service. I know you were tired of these laws, especially the ones from the new DA. I hope he's watching you speak through me right now. And this is SRN News. The Bell Squad radio show airs every Sunday from 11 to noon on The Biz 1440. They address today's mortgage loan process and how to navigate through a highly competitive market. The Bell Squad team with Bell Bank Mortgage is paying it forward and giving back to the community. Experienced lenders with the Bell Squad will talk with local professionals from a variety of industries highlighting local businesses and communities. Join the squad Sundays at 11 a.m. on The Biz 1440. Are you the principal or leader of a Christian or Catholic school? Would you like to fill the empty seats in your classrooms for no cash out of pocket? TwinCitiesTuitions.com would like to team up with you on our tuition program for first-year students. You'll be part of a marketing campaign to raise awareness about your school and gain new students for next year and beyond. Again, at no cash investment for your school. Get details by logging on to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Do your pets have the same energy they used to? Do they have problems with itching, scratching, a dull coat, or goopy ears? Then your pets need Dinovite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. For over 20 years, pet owners have trusted Dinovite to supplement their pet's diet. We started Dinovite and in our first box, we noticed a difference. Dinovite is an all-natural daily supplement made from whole foods that helps support your pet's immune system, digestion, skin, and coat. Within three weeks, he's not scratching and itching, and he's an all-around happier dog. Today's commercial pet foods are processed at high temperatures, which bakes out all the essential goodness. These processed foods can lack the essential vitamins, enzymes, and probiotics that contribute to overall good health. Adding a scoop of Dynavite to your pet's food bowl is the answer. If you love your pets as much as I do, you'll want to do what's best for them to live long, healthy, happy lives. I have two cats and two dogs. All four of them are on the Dynavite. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. 
The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. It's the King Banyan Show. How about a fresca? Your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. He's a strange doctor. Strange doctor. We finally made it to campus. Welcome. King Banyan Show, the Biz 1440. Yeah, we're back on campus. We've been here two weeks. Are you kidding? It's interesting. I have a, a neighbor who uh, has a daughter going to a private school in the in the Midwest. Um, I won't name the school, but um, my wife says to me yesterday, did you know that name of daughter is still home? I said, she she drop out. I said I said to her, "No, I'll bet anything that campus is still teaching their courses remote." Went to look. Sure enough, they are. And because I want to be nice to that campus, I'm not going to say anything there. But um, this morning, I happened to see see uh, uh, luggage going into the back of her vehicle. Uh, indeed, uh, she is returning to campus because classes in person start on Monday there we've been here for a couple weeks you can be here uh, as well look there's a this is one of those and this week and next week i think it'll be like this where there are weeks where we have way too much stuff for the amount of time we we have here two hours of the king banyan show starting here on on uh, the last weekend of january oh my heavens did uh did you enjoy last sunday and uh, last weekend I don't talk sports very often, but I can't remember collectively four football games that were more exciting in general and had more plays, including good plays and some really bonehead plays <laughs> than these four, the, you know, in critical situations. Okay. In very critical situations, a play call that may have been, that may have ended Tom Brady's career. Uh, I, a, if you haven't seen the video of Travis Kelsey talking to, talking to his, uh, one, one or more of the wideouts saying, basically calling the two plays that scored their field goal to tie it up with only 13 seconds left on the clock. We, we, everyone talks about Andy Reid. Everyone talks about, about, uh, Patrick Mahomes, but frankly, Travis Kelsey might be the smartest guy in the room. Uh, he's also crazy. Uh, but. I just haven't enjoyed as many. And it's like, okay, so you got two more games this weekend. It's like, they can't be better than what we saw. It feels anticlimactic now. So you might as well talk about GDP reports. You might as well talk about FOMC meetings. You might as well talk about, I got something for you to talk about. We're going to talk about GDP in just a moment. But I got one thing that I, I thought I would share with you. I was reading an article. Let me go, let me go pull it up for a second because I didn't have it on screen right now. This was from a few weeks ago in the New York Times talking about Russia positioning helicopters. This, this is interesting to me. This is interesting to me. Um, for those of you that are fairly new to the show, and maybe some of my longtime listeners don't know, in the mid-1990s, I worked for a year in Kiev as a, as a monetary advisor to the National Bank of Ukraine. Um, I lived in the city. Um, I, didn't, I lived in an apartment. I didn't want to live in a hotel. I wanted to live... In a, in a regular 
apartment or flat like everybody else did. I, I, it's not the only time I've done that, but it's probably the one I know best. I spent the longest amount of time that I spent on any one project in Ukraine. I wrote a book about Ukraine that is in remainder bins everywhere, um, written in 1998, and even puts me to sleep, and I wrote it. Um, I'm not recommending you buy it unless you have a real strong desire to know about early transition of a former Soviet economy. If you do, it's great. Just telling you, it's, I'm still I'm still proud of the book. All right, even even 22, 23 years later. Anyway, I've long followed what happens in Ukraine, and so I was asked to come on. Um, on uh, the Drew Mariani show earlier this week by Ed Morrissey, our good friend, former Narnster, uh, now now transplant to Texas and uh, broadcasting, broadcasting, uh, uh, you know, his his hot air um, uh, podcast, the Ed Morrissey show from from uh, warmer climates. Uh, I'm, good for him. Right. So he calls he said their their staff sends me a message. Can you come on to talk to Ed about inflation? Sure. Yeah, we're going to do that today for most of the day. It's in my wheelhouse. But Ed knows I used to work in Ukraine, so I come on and he says, he says, he says, my previous guest was talking about Ukraine. What are your thoughts? And I gave some thoughts. I had forgotten, and I know, I know, John, uh, John Berg, our what is your official title, John? Operations manager, operations assistant, director? assistant ops manager, and program director. Yeah. Assistant Ops Manager, Program Director, and Chief Bottle Washer. That's right. That's right. Hedge Trimmer. Hedge Trimmer, too. Hedge Trimmer, too. Glad you're there, man. Uh, anyway, uh, John's stepping in for Sean, who, who, who's, who's, out on, uh, who, who's out on assignment to, uh, this week. Uh, and, um, and, and John knows that years ago, and my connection to NARN is, I used to do a political radio program, um, and I did. I came over here to to uh, the Biz fourteen forty uh, as I think I would have I think it's fair to say I was the first local show that uh, Salem brought on to their new business station. Um, it was a ch- I have I have said this before, but it bears repeating. At the moment they did it, I wasn't sure it was such a great idea, but I can't tell you how wonderful it's been to be in this space. And I was reminded of that because I say some things about Ukraine and I'm telling you all the things I said about inflation went one ear and out the other because all people could talk about was, well, he doesn't think he's not saying we should go invade. We should go send troops to Ukraine. I'm like. I'm not sure exactly what we do, but the other thing to say about this is it's not clear the Ukrainians even want us to show up. And basically they, <laughs> I don't know, the news has been weird this week. But anyway, here's the one fun part. And this is the fun part about working at a university. I'm reading this piece. I'll go back to where I was. I'm reading this piece about troop buildup. Okay, and this is from the New York Times, January 10. Uh, a piece uh, written by Julian Barnes, Michael Crowley, and Eric Schmidt. By the way, whatever happened to the sole byline of newspapers? It does feel like more and more you're getting twosies, threesies, and even fivesies doing these articles. Why is that? I, I don't know. I need to talk to a journalism prof about this. 
While troop movements have slowed, there are still 100,000 military personnel near the border, and now the Russians have positioned attack, additional attack aircraft there, American officials say. Da, 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 da. U.S. officials say the Russian president's window for an invasion is limited, dictated by temperatures that will freeze the ground, allowing for an easy movement of heavy vehicles and equipment. Before a spring thaw, which could begin in March, creates a muddy quagmire. Okay, so my eyebrow, I read this, and I read this article, like, the last week. And I'm like, oh, well, that's interesting. I happen to have a good friend, a now-retired meteorologist who taught meteorology for many, many years here at St. Cloud State. Some of, the, some, of the weather, some of the weather people you see on Twin Cities television were trained by this guy. I'll identify him. His name's Bob Wiseman. Uh, and Bob, Bob's just retired as a faculty member here in the last, I think he retired a year and a half ago. Anyway, he still lives here. He still does a local forecast in St. Cloud that he puts, he puts on the university's website. He's super interesting. We've been friends for years. Our kids, our kids played together as, as preschoolers, uh, the whole nine yards. Okay. Um, and so I think, think of it, I think to myself, you know what, I'm just going to, I'm just going to write to Bob and say, hey, what's the weather like there? What, how is that supposed to look? And he was super interesting in this response, right? Normally, it's below freezing only in January and February. And I remember from living in Kiev, March, um, I liked walking the city. Kiev is a beautiful city for walking. But it's it gets... Warm in the day, things melt, and then it refreezes at night. And I broke my wrist on ice on in on a March evening in Ukraine by falling. Okay, I was a younger guy, and when you're younger and you fall, you break wrists. When you get older and you fall, you break hips and 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 you break backs. Okay, I've done the wrist, I've done the hip. Okay, I'm being very careful because the next thing's going to be even worse. Um, and he says, yeah, it's below freezing. That creates the possibility of the soil freezing during the winter months. Normally, he says, uh, that in early March, the depth of the frost was 19 to 38 centimeters and then topped by snow. So I thought that was interesting. I wish I'd had that nugget in the back of my head to say, well, you know, the Russians really can only invade Ukraine for maybe the next four weeks. And one of the reasons why I think we're we're kind of heightening tensions right now is because if you get them to stall to March, they can't bring the tanks in. I don't know. I, I bet you're not hearing that anyplace else but here. Um, so what do we got going on today? I'm not going to talk about Ukraine anymore. Uh, by the way, great country. Highly recommend visiting it. Uh, Kiev's a beautiful city. Lviv is a beautiful city. Um, um, Crimea is now controlled by the Russians and, and, and annexed by the Russians. Um, I wouldn't go there on principle. Um, but, um, but there are, there are beautiful parts of, of, of Ukraine and particularly go to the West. It actually is more beautiful in western Ukraine, closer to the Moldovan and Romanian borders and Hungarian borders than it is as you get closer to Russia. That's not as pretty in my mind. 
uh, but a beautiful place. Um, but what we'll talk about, what we're going to talk about today, is not that, but this. We're going to talk about GDP, the GDP report. Big number, surprised everybody. And then, yeah, I suppose we better talk about the Fed because uh, they they uh, have dropped the flag and uh, the uh, rate increases are at the starting gate. How fast will they come and how many will there be? We'll find out. We'll talk after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on The Biz, 1440. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Before Bamboo HR, (laughs) I feel like crying just thinking about it. We were still handling everything via paper and we literally had paper stack. It was all in spreadsheets and like folders. From the moment I started using it, I felt calmer. As soon as we started using the bamboo like onboarding checklist, I mean, <laughs> it was extremely easy. Headcount, turnover, uh, years of service. Like there's just so many different reports that I use at different points in time. I'm like totally set free to focus on the people, to focus on development, to focus on team dynamics. It's freeing me up to do more of the stuff that actually matters in HR, which is interacting with people, learning from them, and then building stuff for them. Everything is in this one place. I can't even imagine what it would be like without Bamboo HR. We're Bamboo HR, and we'd love to set you free to do great work. Come try our award-winning all-in-one HR software for free with no strings attached. Visit BambooHR.com HR for this free trial offer. That's BambooHR.com HR. I want to take a moment to thank the great people at Patriot Mobile for their support. Whether it's my show, America First, other conservative hosts, Turning Point USA, CPAC, or the March for Life, Patriot Mobile are there supporting all of it because they're fully in the trenches with you and me. That's why I'm proud to partner with Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative cell phone provider, and want you to as well. They have the same broad nationwide coverage with the same cell phone towers and an amazing 100% U.S.-based customer support team that provides exceptional service. More importantly, Patriot Mobile shares your conservative values and supports organizations fighting for religious freedom, constitutional rights, the sanctity of life, and our veterans and first responders. Go to patriotmobile.com slash G-O-R-K-A or call 972-PATRIOT and use offer code GORKA. That's patriotmobile.com slash G-O-R-K-A or 972-PATRIOT. For all your electrical, Early Bird Electric is the local company you can trust. Early Bird is known as the troubleshooting experts, and they specialize in old homes wiring and repair. Whole home rewires? Check. Emergency service? Check. Adding an outlet so you can charge your darn iPad in the kitchen without fighting the kids? Check. Early Bird Electric does it all. And did I mention same-day service? 612, the bird. Mention AM 1280, the Patriot, and your trip charge is free with repair purchase. 612, the bird. 612, the bird. Brighten someone's day with the free e-card from the largest online Christian greeting card site, CrossCards.com. There's one for every occasion, birthdays, holidays, or just to let someone know you care. CrossCards.com is a division of Salem Media Group.
right. Welcome back, King Daniel Show, the Biz 1440. I feel like I need to take out my uh, my smooth music uh, voice uh, when I got those as my buffers. Welcome back. King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. Good to be talking with you today. Nah. I better not quit my day job. I don't I don't think public radio is gonna be calling me anytime soon. So let's instead talk GDP. Good stuff though, John. Thank you. Uh, I am uh, what we expected and what we got were different but the same. All right. <laughs> I'm going to phrase it this way, and I'm not going to play you much audio because what I what I actually have to do is I have to read you some numbers, and I need you to think about a few things. All right, and so I don't have I I looked I scoured the net. I mean, and knowing that I wanted to play a lot of the uh, a lot of the the uh, Jay Powell statement, and we're going to do that in hour two. I knew I wanted to play a lot of that, but. What I wanted to do was, but I, I so I didn't look too too hard, and I didn't bring in anything that was just like, well, we need something to fill it in. So I'm just going to talk at you for a t- couple of segments about what does this GDP report and the and the follow on, which is the which is the the uh, spending and income numbers that came in yesterday for December. What do they mean? They mean. They mean a few things, and they and to me they say a lot about what 2022 is going to look like, and why I think, as much as I, and everybody knows, I'm pretty critical of the Fed. I think the people who are critics of the Fed and think they're not going fast enough, might, might I don't think they should tap the brakes, but they might want to take their foot off the accelerator just a little bit. I think this is a very uncertain moment. For the first part of 2022. So let me explain why I say that. We're going to know more in the next two weeks or three weeks. And so why the Fed might have might not have gone fast enough. I mean, I, I can't, I, I don't think I, I don't think I picked up. I got to look to see because I don't have my cut. I don't have a specific cut sheet here uh, for that. Okay, I don't. So I don't. I didn't. I didn't pull that clip. But I was listening to some people, and we often play Mohammed Alarian here, who who said basically the Fed needed to go harder and faster. After the GDP report came out on the next day, I'm like, oh, I think maybe they know something. They know something that the markets didn't know. Here and it's in. It is embedded to me in this report. So let me read you. I'll just go to the headline at, at first, right? Real GDP increase annual rate 6.9%. Wow, 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 right? Uh, in the third quarter is up 2.3%. Now, this is an advanced report. It's going to get revised. And I'll say right up front because I know I've got a, uh, I've got a, uh, I've got a listener who will tweet at me about the revisions because he, he thinks economics is imperfect. Well, it is. It does, we're, we're not measuring things. We don't have micrometers in economics. Is one one of the lines I remember one of my professors in grad school saying, and I, and I didn't understand what he was saying until years later. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. The measures are really, really imperfect. We don't use micrometers, and if you don't know what a micrometer is, go look it up. I actually did learn how to use one once. Um, the 
we don't have those in economics. Our measurements are pretty are pretty uh, uh, pretty uh, small. So, if you look at GDP for 2021, it's up 5.7 percent. That's the fastest growth rate in about 40 years, and everyone's kind of excited about that. Before you go too far with that, you need to think about where we are relative to trends. So what I want to do is I want to let me go let me go find this uh, let me go find the uh, the trend piece here. So um, Jason Furman, who had been a who had been the head of the Council of Economic Advisors for President Obama, had a piece up. He now he now is associated with the Peterson Institute for International Economics. And had a piece in which uh, he had a graph saying real GDP is below its pre-pandemic trend, but plausibly close to potential. And this really is the number one question to have in this. And it, it is for me the the question that that is more important than every other question. And every other question depends, I think, on your answer to this question. The question is this, what happens to the people who have retired, and because this is radio, you can't hear my air quotes around the word retired, what happens to the people who have retired in the last 20 months or 22 months? How many of them return to work over the next 6 to 12 months? It is the question, we'll play it, it's the question that, that, that uh, Jay Powell struggles with. It is a number that I don't know that, that uh, the White House is struggling with very much. I don't think they've articulated their, their, um, their uh, gist of the case. Okay, what do they think that rate's going to change, what that labor force participation rate is going to be? But I think this is a very, very, very important question. How many of the 55 to 64-year-olds are going to come back? Right? Because based on what you might think, if you decide to if you decide that those folks are out and going to stay out um stay out, um you are going to have a difference of opinion about whether GDP is below trend even after the 5.7 by as much by 1.4% or or um, or by perhaps uh, it's above trend by 0.4%. If you believe it's above trend, and if you think that, it's because you think those workers are not coming back and that you can't replace those workers by adding to your capital right and productivity we tend to think of, of productivity as being fairly constant if you do that that's why this graph was so important i'll retweet it at the break so you to push it back up to the top of your timeline but this graph is really vital to understanding whether or not we are above trend or below trend did we actually get all of the growth that we lost during the pandemic back yet well, if we stayed on the old trend that was there during the during the uh, previous administration, during the Trump administration, you would argue we're still below trend and we still have some catching up to do. Not a lot, 
okay by by the numbers generated by uh by the numbers generated by the congressional budget office uh bureau of economic analysis uh macro bond has done some of those calculations if you do that projection out you'd say we're off by about 1.4 uh 1.4% which is almost 400 billion dollars of catch up still to do and if trend growth if trend growth is in that two and a half, is, is that uh, 2.3% rate, you've got to add on to that 2.3, and you need a growth rate in 22 around three and a half to three and three quarters to get back get back to the old trend. What the Fed decides to do depends on whether they think they can go back to that number. Or if the trend has permanently changed downward. And what Furman's people at, P- at the Peterson Institute are suggesting is, we might actually have already overshot what the new potential GDP of our economy is. Now, I'll say potential GDP is usually associated by, a, a, is usually described within a, a type of macro analysis that, um, that is done by... Um, that is done by uh, people who do teach undergraduate economics. Indeed, I'm going to go grab a clip just so you can hear someone who's doing th- this kind of analysis. I got to figure out where it is here for um, for um, I don't know what you got for a number, but this is the Jeff Lacker. This should be cut number four, John, uh, in your stack uh, called Fed is misinterpreted inflation. And I, I want to say I got to open this up to be sure this is the one I'm looking for. Um, yes, it is. Um, so I want you to go ahead and play this clip. Cut, this would be cut number four, John. I kept all the textbooks. There's Mankiw. There's Abel Bernanke. There's uh, Carlin Soskis. There's all these great books, including what you studied in 101 at Wisconsin. Is any of this Fed moment, this theory, this framework, is any of this Fed process in the textbooks? I think so. I think that uh, the empirical record of the Federal Reserve over the last a uh, hundred years or more that they've been around uh, shows repeated instances of them pivoting from a concern about promoting demand and growth to a concern about um, trying to fight inflation. Um, Stop there. All right. I, we're gonna, and then back that up, John, because we'll play it again later in the next hour. But I just wanted to get that little piece. Tom Keene, who's asking the question, you hear him here on the Biz 1440 on Bloomberg Surveillance. Um you, you, I think, and I think surveillance runs on your uh, runs here uh, uh, Monday through Fridays. Um, the thank you. Uh, the by the way, must listen. Tom Keene is super interesting. That voice is a little is, <laughs> the way he asks questions is kind of unique, but um, deeply deeply knowledgeable about about the academic field of economics as well as being a great journalist. Uh, just, just, just a must listen. But the books he's named, the first two, uh, Abel and Bernanke, yes, that's Ben Bernanke, that textbook, and the Greg Mankiw textbooks, I've taught from both of those. I've taught from both of those. And this type of analysis of whether GDP is above or below trend from this is exactly, it's exactly what you would get 
in, in from that textbook of how to analyze this current moment in the GDP data. Let me take you inside those textbooks next and tell you what they would say about this moment uh, and where GDP is and where it where it may go go. And then let's use the the December spending numbers to also get at where's the first half of 2022 going. As we're thinking about, well, King, it's the end of January. Don't you have a forecast for 22 yet? I do. And I'm going to tell you more about it right after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz, 1440. Meanwhile, I got that trouble in mind. And I'm blue, but I won't be blue always. Oh, I know the sun's going to shine. In my back door someday know you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep. I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No, no wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, Please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-764-2179. 800-764-2179. That's 800-764-2179. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Arby's Computer Service. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. 
Arby's Computer Service knows that internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems a boot. Arby's Computer Service. got to see you oh somehow not tomorrow welcome back king banging show the biz 1440 welcome back we are talking about the gdp report yeah i know it's kind of it doesn't sound exciting but it's really exciting it's important you know this particular piece of it the GDP report actually came in exactly where you would have thought, except for inventories. If you tick through it, I'm just going to do it in broad brush strokes. I'm not going to give you any deep details of various categories. But consumption spending is right about where you'd think it would be. It was up about two and a quarter percent. Um, it's, you know, could it have grown faster? Possibly could have. I don't think there's any question that supply chain issues were foreseen as a problem. And also in December, it turns out, there probably was lower consumption in part because Omicron kind of convinced everybody we should probably hang out inside for a few weeks. We probably shouldn't go out as much um, as we have. And I also think at the same time, um, any number of activities probably pull any number of messages that people were receiving, plus the little extra bump in income that people had received through the late summer, through, for example, uh, unemployment insurance bonuses, um, which ended in September, I think pulled some of the sep- some of the December spending into October and November. So September numbers were down, even though income was up. Consumption numbers were down, and so I think, so if you look at consumption, it did exactly what you would have thought it would do. Um, if you look at uh, uh, it, it spending on, uh, in, on uh, in intellectual property, repl- the kinds of things that you could imagine replace, using, the, using capital to replace labor, it added half a percent to GDP growth. Um, but that was completely offset by the fact that because a, a lot of the American recovery plan was front-loaded spending, that's now slowed down. And part of the drag on the economy in 2022 is is you actually will start getting negative prints. I mean, it doesn't mean the government isn't spending a ton of money. They are. But in terms of what it looks like in the GDP accounts, it will look negative for the next quarter or two before it stabilizes back to zero. And it's a good question for me what happens in terms of state and local spending because a lot of a lot of businesses have a lot of states have received extra income in no small part. I I tweeted this to you. There was a piece in David Bonson's DC Today that indicated Treasury estimates $88 billion of additional tax collections in the fourth quarter because 
businesses and high-income households were realizing income gains to get them realized and paid for before anticipated tax increases in 2022, which, as you know, didn't happen. All of that, in my mind, are drags on 2022 GDP. But here's the biggest drag. For about 4.5% of the, excuse me, 4.9% of the increase in GDP was entirely due to, addition, to additions to inventories by businesses. Yes, despite the fact that there's all all these supply chain issues. Businesses which had had their inventories stripped out, stripped out over and over again, you've, see, you've seen the empty shelves. Businesses are rapidly trying to replace spent out inventories. Given what we're seeing on, on food shelves and and I, as people know, I drive around car lots, and one of the things I look for is what the, how much space is there between each car on the car lot, because you want the car lot to look fill, full, and you can, you can probably have a 30, 40% changing your inventory and have nobody know because you just move your cars an extra six inches apart as you park them on the lot. You can now see, you go to car lots. I've seen, I've, I drove by one on Division Street here in St. Cloud over across across from one of the big grocery stores. Um, and you look, it's a used car lot. I don't think they've got 20 cars on the lot. And it's a lot that could easily hold 50 to 60. It's evident that they don't have as much inventory as they used to have. I think that inventory investment will continue, but it is very, very, very temporary. And the underlying growth of the economy is told by a single number, and I'm going to pull it up for you right now, and that is the final sales of domestic product. In real terms, final sales to domestic purchasers was up was up 1.9% to private domestic purchases up 2.8%. That number is far more stable. It was 1.3 in quarter three, 1.9% in quarter four for final sales. Final sales of domestic product at 1.9%. That's been very stable. I think GDP is in, in this world where it's really it really is only going to grow 2 to 3% this coming year. I don't think you're going to see a whole lot of labor. You're not, you know, and and the other side of that, which we need to talk about, is what's happening on the wages side, where you're seeing big bumps in rate wages. There was a there's a piece in the, you know. So this morning, I, here it is right here. I will, I will in 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 honor of the late great Rush Limbaugh, I will do the sound of the paper. For you, but this is this morning's Wall Street Journal, and if you read, you know, employers spent four percent more last year on wages. Wages grow at fastest pace in twenty-one years. But what people are missing is that core personal consumption expenditures, core PCE price index accelerated four point nine percent in December of twenty twenty-one. Got to jump compared to the prior year and household spending last month that 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 report 
fell 0.6%, the Commerce Department said Friday, as consumers pulled back on shopping for goods during the last month of the holiday season. 6.9 is great, and as I've said to a few audiences over the last couple of weeks in presentations, I do I would not expect anything close to a 7% growth rate in any quarter. I don't think you're going to get a 5% growth rate in any quarter of 2022. And I think year over year, you'll be lucky if the if the 2022 quarter four to quarter four growth rate is above 3%. I don't see it. I see it I see it in the mid twos. This report basically I think is the blowout of the rest of it. Big increases in inventory at the same time spending's declining. Yes, everyone's taking pictures of empty shelves. I'm looking at I'm looking at the car lots. I see all that. Here's what I here's what I what I think, this economy is dynamic. People can people are making adjustments and they're working on them right now. Some of the stock out situation is very short term because what's starting this week. Not that you're going to pay much attention to it because a it's it's China, it's sports, right? You also have Omicron going on in China. They really slow down their production around this time, and I don't think they've been able to sort of smooth it out. In 2008, I, 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 let, me, let me give you this one quick story. In 2008, you might remember, the price of oil accelerated to $135 a barrel by June. We were paying more than $4 for our gasoline. You know what other, prices were, what other price was up tremendously, tripled within 12 months? Was cement. Both these items were related to the fact that China had to quickly finish projects for their Olympics, their Summer Olympics, in, in 2008 in Beijing. As soon as, so Olympics started the first week of August. In the second week of July, the Chinese government told workers stay home, told factories to close. Why? Well, you might say, well, keep transportation down, or keep the roads clean. No, what they were trying to do was to get all of the air pollution out of the out of the Beijing basin, so that when the cameras took pictures of for the Olympics, they would not see a brown sky. I believe they're doing the same thing. I read a lot of Chinese press, and I believe that the same thing's happening right now. It's temporary. It causes a causes a little bit of a, a decline here, but my expectation is by the first week of by by the end of the Olympics or week after the Olympics are over, having had to do some extra extra lockdowns because they believe they can get to zero COVID. I have an opinion about that, but it's not important. Um, they they believe that they need the good press of having people see uh, Pyeongchang be. Uh, be looking clean and pristine and beautiful white snow. They want it all to look pretty and they want to look like they've got everything under control. Everything goes back to normal the week after the Olympics. And I believe by the first week of, of April, all of that additional investment in inventories will begin to taper down. And I think that's the, that's where you'll start seeing numbers around one one and a half percent growth of GDP because 
unless there's a lot of additional workers who jump back into the market in the first six months of, of 2022, which I don't see happening. You've used up all of the uh, low-hanging fruit that's available for growth. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz, 1440. The Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. It's said that if you don't like the weather, just wait a few minutes and it'll change. Well, the weather isn't the only thing changing. According to our latest research, local business owners today are saying it's getting harder to sustain their business than it was just a few months ago. They also told us that targeting the right audience with their advertising messages is more important than ever. At Salem Surround, our team of local in-market experts take that seriously. We utilize the latest research and marketing technology to deliver media plans that will exceed your expectations. Let Salem Surround show you how we can solve for your marketing challenges by bringing nationwide resources while delivering Main Street solutions. Salem Surround is here to help you through the constant changes. We promise we'll help your business stay ahead of the changing weather. Learn more at surroundmsp.com surroundmsp.com connecting you with new customers do your pets have the same energy they used to do they have problems with itching scratching a dull coat or goopy ears then your pets need dynavite D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. For over 20 years, pet owners have trusted Dynavite to supplement their pet's diet. We started Dynavite and in our first box, we noticed a difference. Dynavite is an all-natural daily supplement made from whole foods that helps support your pet's immune system, digestion, skin, and coat. Within three weeks, he's not scratching and itching, and he's an all-around happier dog. Today's commercial pet foods are processed at high temperatures, which bakes out all the essential goodness. These processed foods can lack the essential vitamins, enzymes, and probiotics that contribute to overall good health. Adding a scoop of Dynavite to your pet's food bowl is the answer. If you love your pets as much as I do, you'll want to do what's best for them to live long, healthy, happy lives. I have two cats and two dogs. All four of them are on the Dynavite. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. You think a lot about your family, your friends, your favorite things to do, but you know what you don't think about? Who's your plumber? Hi, I'm Kayla from Champion Plumbing. And it's okay if the only time you think of us is when something happens, like your water heater quits on you. At Champion Plumbing, we can usually install a new water heater same day. Who's your plumber? Don't think, just call. Champion Plumbing, online at championplumbing.net. That's championplumbing.net. Searching for ways to strengthen your daily walk? Visit crosswalk.com. From devotionals to Christian living topics, movie reviews to marriage and financial articles, and so much more, the intersection of faith and life, Crosswalk.com. The division of Salem Media Group. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Listen to The Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. I'm sorry I'm late. I had to attend the reading of a will. I had to stay to the very end when I found out I received nothing. 
Welcome back. King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. So, here's, here's the thing. If you buy what I've said, that I don't think inflation, I, I think GDP's growth is going to be fairly soft in 22. Because I do believe that, that a number of the people who have retired are going to stay out for a while longer. I'll tell you what. Yes, the progress of the virus is going to be a, is going to play a role. You know what played a role in 2008 in terms of getting retired people go back to work? Stock portfolios. If your retirement account all of a sudden looks weak, you decide, you know, sort of like turning your uh, your paddle from red to green at Fogo, right? Time time to go back to work. Okay, if you don't know what that means, I'm just going to I'm just going to leave it there. You can that can be just part of my code for you. Okay? Um the decision to retire is reversible, and it's and it's a function of a number of things. Um, my favorite line, my favorite line that my wife uses frequently is, "I married you for life, but not for lunch. Go get something to do." She does not like me being on vacation unless I've got a plan for what I'm doing during the vacation time. My my university mandates time off, so I have that I have to burn the hours from time. to I have to burn days from time to time. And she's always like, well, you better make sure you've got some activity. Because you're not, you're not hanging around here for lunch. Um, so, um, you know who likes to go get ice cream is our president. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, I just, I, I'm delighted by the fact that uh, the press seems to be interested in reporting on what flavors he's getting. Um he was yesterday in Pittsburgh uh, to tout the infrastructure bill, um, which passed in November, I think. But they're out talking, um, and and President Biden um, was making comments about about the value of the infrastructure bill. And we had a clip very similar to this. In fact, I had to double check the date on this on this piece of audio to be sure it wasn't from two weeks ago. Nope, this was from yesterday in Pittsburgh, and he's doing the same darn thing we talked about two weeks ago. Cut number fourteen. Inflation is a problem, which I'll speak to in a second. That's real. A lot of people are being hurt by it. But guess what? One third of the inflation in America is a consequence of the cost of automobiles. One third. You know why? Because of the shortage of semiconductors. They can't build them. You're fired. Yeah. Well, besides the uh, the uh, delivery, which I, I'm not, you know, and I don't like picking on people's delivery skills because sometimes we all we all stumble. I I can tell you, I've listened to to air checks of this show, and it's like, did that really come out of my mouth? Okay, so. We'll we'll cut him some slack, but just on the on on the concept, the reason the prices of cars have gone up is of new cars have gone up is because of of chips. You could is because of chips, yeah, possibly. I mean, it's a, that's that's a possible case, but new cars are nowhere near one third the price. So you have to go through some other math. Some of the other math you have to go through to get to the one third would include used cars. 
you put the new cars and the used cars together, you still only have about 8% of the consumer price index. You know where most of the rest of it comes from? It comes from energy. It comes from gas. And that has absolutely nothing to do with computer chips. But they're still out making this case. If we could just build more fab plants, things will be better. So the rest of it, I can't. I don't have time to play the rest. The rest of it, the, the, there's like a three-minute piece here. I only asked John to pull 20 seconds of it. That 20 seconds, he goes on to say, "Hey, you know, our infrastructure bill is going to help us build these new these. You know, we're going to build new fab plants." He says, talks about talking to GM and Ford. And they're going to they're getting new chips here, new chips there. You know how long it takes to build a fabrication plant? We talked about this. It takes about two and a half years. So you'll have new chips for those cars probably right around right around election day 2024 not before so are you going to tolerate two and a half years of higher prices on your cars until those things come on board i don't think so i don't think so so this is this is but this is the analysis they're having Again, I don't think fiscal policy plays any role, and I think the theories by which the, the the president's doing things are off. We'll talk about the monetary policy after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. What's your favorite high school sports memory? A late inning rally? A game-winning shot? A photo finish? Maybe it's a pep rally or a pregame ritual. Maybe it's the euphoria of a late-night bus ride home after a hard-fought win. Maybe it's having pizza with teammates after the game. Now, imagine if it never happened at all. School sports need your help. With budgets getting tighter, it's more than the games that are on the line. It's all the traditions, the community pride, the culture of your hometown high school, plus all those memories that are on the line, too. What can you do? It's simple. Buy a ticket when you can. Go to a game. Take the whole family. Let's do everything we can to keep those cherished school sports memories alive. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony I'm Madrid. Staff Sergeant Smith Akal. I'm Staff Sergeant I'm Alex Staff Stevens. Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I'm proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I am proud to be a member. And I'm proud to serve in the United States. And I am proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. 
The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-260-1792. 800-260-1792. 800-260-1792. That's 800-260-1792. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.